Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Out of the Blue. You're tuned to 855 AM 3CR or you're listening to one of our podcasts or you're streaming online. In the studio today, myself, Donna, Matt on the panel and Fum, and we have two very special guests from Project Banjo Action Group, Sam Gummer and PT Hirschfield. We'll be back right after this cut with today's show. You're tuned to 855 AM 3CR and this is Out of the Blue. programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. You're tuned to 855 AM 3CR. Um, today we are joined in the studio by PT Hirschfield and Sam Gummer from Project Banjo Action Group. Welcome to the studio. Thanks so much for having us in. Thank you. Um, today we're going to be hearing all about uh, Project Banjo and, and the action that's taking place at the moment. It's um, a group that sort of sprung up fairly recently and fairly fast. Can you tell us a bit about what the group's about and what uh, triggered it? Yeah, so basically I do a lot of scuba diving, as many people do down on the Mornington Peninsula. There are lots of water users down there, divers, free divers, snorkelers, people walking along the pier, fishers. So... There's a really vibrant community down there and um, myself and a lot of other divers over many years have been, um, as much as we've been in awe of all of the amazing marine life that we have direct access to when we're underwater, we have also been really shocked and devastated 
over the years to see the number of um, banjo sharks or fiddler rays that have been caught and pulled up on piers. And because they've been unwanted by the fishers who've caught them, often they are stabbed in the head and thrown back, which is actually against fishing regulation. If you don't want to keep what you catch, you're supposed to release it immediately and unharmed back into the water. But that definitely hadn't been happening. And I guess a lot of people had been really disturbed by that. Not only divers, but even people who are fishing and seeing this happening with other fishers and other members of the community just feeling like this was perhaps not the best way for these beautiful looking animals to be treated. And so there was that concern about the uh, treatment of unwanted catch. Those that are wanted, sometimes they have their tails cut off, often while they're still alive. And, um, you know, the, the head part of it will be thrown back in the water. And, you know, we've heard some really disturbing um, accounts of people under the piers seeing those heads come back with the mouths gasping. And sometimes those animals have had the mouths cut out so that fishers could retrieve the 35 cent hook. And, you know, just wanting to really see those animals being well treated, whether they are wanted catch or unwanted catch. So we went ahead and set up a Project Banjo action group and within a couple of weeks of that, uh, my dive buddy, Mark Jones, and I came across um, one of the very large smooth rays. So these are huge animals compared to the banjos. But um, this was an animal that we had known and dived with for many dives over many months. And this animal had been um, had its wings removed and had been thrown back under the pier. And so the smooth rays actually probably have a lot more value alive than they do dead and treated like that. You know, they're really important to the ecosystem. Um, they provide a really important filtration, which actually keeps the water in the bay healthy for other water users, including people who are fishing and who want their fish to be coming out of a really healthy ecosystem. So I guess we, we very quickly found our voice as a community who were concerned and grew very quickly to where we are now of, with over 600 members um, in this group. And we started to get quite a lot of support um, from the media who um, over the last week, you may have seen reports in the Herald Sun, um, Mornington Peninsula News, uh, Mail Online. Uh, you may have even switched over from this great station at one point to ABC Radio Drive with Raph Epstein and heard that um, we were able to have some great dialogue representing this group of concerned citizens and the response that came from uh, the executive director of Victorian Fisheries, Travis Dowling, was very encouraging and we've started to talk to a lot of people. Um, you know, for example, uh, executive officers at VR Fish who represent the uh, Victorian recreational fishers and it seems as though we're all really actually very much on the same page in saying that these rays have a great value to the community, they're much loved by tourists, by locals, by anyone who's using that water either fishing or diving or whatever and that there might be a fair bit of scope for us to look at ways that we can um, improve the enforcement of regulation and even look at some of the regulations and see whether they're going far enough in looking after these rays. Yeah, and I think this this project that you've been running has been a really good example of how 
strong and how fast real community action can work. Because I remember having either a conversation with you or with Sam on, on Facebook saying like somebody said something like, oh, I found this ray with the tail cut off. And, and I had taken students, common dive instructor as well, I'd taken students to Blair Gowry Pier the weekend before and found a big banjo shark with the tail cut off dead under the pier during a night dive. I mean, you can imagine you take the students under there going like, oh, guys, this is going to be amazing night diving. We're going to enjoy all these creatures. And, you know, you shine your torch and it's like a horror film where all of a sudden mm. there's like these two big dead eyes staring at you and it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, but from that really sort of short conversation, there was no time wasted uh, and community action was real quick and real, um, real strong as well. Like, because uh, yeah. how many weeks this has been going on? Not even four weeks. The original, all... yeah, the original page um, project banjo action group was set up on the twenty third of February, and it was within two weeks of that. I, th- I think that particularly strong image of um, that my buddy took of myself with that the that ray. ray. Yeah. Um, it it actually gave a sense of the the scale of the animal. Um, and it gave a sense of the fact that, I mean, a lot of people think when they think of the ocean, you know, it's another world down there. But when they start to see divers and animals together, uh, it, it helps people to connect the dots that it's it's really the same world, but from a different perspective. And that we can have very strong um, sense of responsibility and a, and a strong attachment to these animals to value them in their own right. Yeah. Not just, you know, as I said, I, I think they have much more value to everyone in the community if they're alive rather than the way that we've been seeing them. And people within the community reporting seeing up to 18 of these mm. dead fiddler rays, you know, and rays that have, have you know, they're so docile. They don't pose any threat to anybody. Yeah. They're, they're um, you know, they've got a place that needs to be preserved in the community. And I think a lot of people have been thinking this for a very long time. And it's, it's only been now that we've found our voice that everyone has suddenly said what they've always thought and felt on the issue. Yeah, I was particularly shocked by that because, um, you know, you, you, you've, you've posted a, a copy of the letter that you sent to Fisheries, was it? Um, the, the, you know, the, the big letter. And uh, you talked about this story about this this uh, woman diver who's under the pier and, you know, there was a, a gentleman uh, just throwing the rays in as he was going. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about that? So what we think is that generally a lot of people who fish are fairly familiar with the regulations and, and would be really respectful of them and the marine life that they're interacting with. Um, but there would also be people who don't really know better and perhaps need signage to remind them, or in the case that you're talking about, um, a diver who had seen this ray cut in half and, and the live half being thrown back in, gasping, and she'd she'd surfaced and she'd said, you know, um, what do you think you're doing? And who did this? And finally the fishers up there kind of dobbed the person in and and she said what are you what are you doing this for and he responded by saying oh I thought I thought it would grow back and my conversations with fishers in the car park over the last several years I've asked them why are we seeing so many dead rays that you obviously don't want to keep but killed and thrown back and there's a sense of frustration. One one um, older Italian man explained to me that he sits up on the pier all day. He wants to catch fish. He's not catching very much, maybe 
um, you know, he catches this ray and he's by this stage angry and feels like he has to kill something. So it's sort of that exasperation. So we really need to um, bring that greater sense of awareness. And uh, certainly the diver who surfaced said, well, what would happen if um, your arms and legs were cut off? Would they grow back? And, you know, that that was in no way a threat. That that was in trying to so, explain, you know, bi- so basic there, biology. You cut something in half, yeah, it's going to Yeah, so there is a, a bit of a... Uh, an education point there as well that needs to be addressed prob- probably. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, we've seen this for many years as well. It's a lot less now than it used to be, but the the smooth toadfish that people mm. used to catch and leave out on the pier because people thought they were an invasive species rather yeah. than, or they were a pest because, you know, in, in, in some uh, times of the year they will, they will all congregate in large schools and they'll swim around the piers and, and do their thing. Um, before they disperse again. So there's a lot of misunderstanding and lack of education, I think, um, that goes around in these, you know, in these communities. And not just with the fishermen, but, you know, with normal, the normal population as well of tourists that come. And, yeah. you know, we've all seen the, uh, the plastic rubbish and the, yeah. and the beer bottles under the pier as well. So, um, so what are the action steps that you guys have undertaken so far because there was a lot of activity going on Mm -hmm. on the page at the moment which is really great to see um so uh can you sort of talk us through your your steps like what are the things that people can get involved with what 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 can we do to help yeah so uh, initially what we've done as things have taken up you know, a pace really quite quickly is identify the key players that we need to be in dialogue with because we believe it's all about working together and having those conversations and seeing what each of the representative groups um, can bring to this issue that we are being advocates for. And so so we, we are talking to Fisheries Victoria. We are dialoguing with um, VR Fish. We are dialoguing with uh, the Boating Industry Association of Victoria. Um, and so that is happening behind the scenes. We're raising awareness um, through a public page, which Sam will tell us about in a second. And we are also um, just through that media campaign uh, trying to highlight the problem, but now looking at how we can move forward into the solution, working with all those key bodies. And I guess one of the things is really demonstrating that there is a very strong community concern that is broader than just divers, broader than just fishers, broader than just the residents of the Mornington Peninsula, but also the broader community. It's it's a hotspot tourist destination. People all over the world are feeling very strongly about what is happening to our rays in the bay. And so we've we've got some initiatives online that people can join in terms of an action group, a petition, and uh, Sam will tell us a bit about how um, the listeners of the show can get on board with those. We'll come back and hear from Sam right after this song. It's the Dave Matthews Band, Big Eyed Fish.3CR t-shirt this summer? We have a limited number of 40th birthday t-shirts for sale 
Designed by local artist Emily Floyd, these awesome Radical Radio t-shirts are available from our studios at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during business hours. Or you can shop online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. For just $20 or $15 for kids sizes, you can look great and help 3CR celebrate 40 years of Radical Radio. Welcome back to 855 AM 3CR. You're tuned to Out of the Blue. Um, we have a fundraiser coming up for Radiothon to raise funds for our show and the station on the 10th of May at Highlander Bar, 6pm. Trivia starts at 6.30. It's a trivia night. Get your tickets via Eventbrite. The links are all up on our Facebook page. Uh, in the studio today, we are joined by Sam Gummer and PT Hirschfield, and we're going to hear from Sam now a little bit more about how to get involved online um, with Project Banjo Action Group. Right, what can well, you tell thank us, Sam? You. Um, yeah, well, as PT was saying, we've got um, two sites at the moment. We've got the Raise Awareness, which is more an educational site. and As in Raise, R-A-Y-S. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Very good. Very clever. (laughs) Raise Awareness. And uh, we're beginning to build members up on there at the moment. And people can come on and share their experiences, photographs. Um, It's really positive, educational. Uh, We've got some great information going on about Raise in general. And it's really user-friendly. And we're looking at um, the younger group to the younger generation so that's really informative we've got pinned to the top of that a petition and we really encourage people to come on and sign the petition and send it off it's so easy to do you just click on it you can write a few um, sentences expressing how you feel what you might like to happen um, or if you want to you can just submit the app the the petition um, we've also got that on the our Project Banjo group and again, same thing, just click on write whatever you want to write and send it off. Who uh, are the petitions going to? Who are we sending that to? Right, so we're sending the petitions, they go straight off to the Minister for Agriculture, Agriculture Jala Pulford. Oh, Jala Pulford, yep. yep. And the Executive Director of Fisheries Victoria, Travis Dowling. And it's really encouraging since that petition's gone live, we've got over 2,300 signatures already. So we would really love to be able to show this uh, broad support for the initiatives. Uh, What we're asking for is a ban of killing rays in Port Phillip Bay. And so it's a really great starting point to really amplify the issue, to have a lot of voices all joining together on that one. Yeah, we've had a really good response for that one. And the, the more, the better, really. Uh, we encourage people to join us uh, on both pages, both sites, and join us in the cause to to move forward on this, really. And yeah. when does the yeah. petition close? How long have people got to sign up? Yeah, so at the moment, it's, it's really freshly launched, so we haven't set a, a, a close-off date with that, but we are in the process of having meetings with Fisheries Victoria and um, giving updates of that support. So at this stage, we, we haven't set a close date, but uh, the earlier we can get petition um, signed, 
across the board, we can just show that growing groundswell of numbers as well. Um, and the, the Project Action, uh, Project Banjo Action Group uh, will give lots of opportunities for people who join up who are willing to be proactive. We, we give calls to action. Mm. And so it might be, please write to this particular um, senator. Please write to, um, you know, letters to the editor in response to this particular article that's been published in the Herald Sun or, uh, you know, whatever opportunities arise that we can add our voices for people to come along and, um, you know, pose with signs and those sorts of things. Just different opportunities we can find to be creatively involving people as much as they would like to be involved in actually representing this issue. Um, we have got lots of opportunities arising on that Project Banjo Action Group Facebook page. At the moment, we're asking people to share their responses to the petition at the moment too, yeah. Great. So we'll, we have been promoting the petition on our um, Out of the Blue Facebook page and continue to do so as well. And the Facebook page people can head to for your action group is uh, Project Banjo Action Group. Is that right? That's right. Great. Yep. And all of the links and petitions, etc., are up there. And we will be sharing a lot of resources on our own Out of the Blue Facebook page as well. So if you can't find it, just go to Out of the Blue and uh, click on and do your bid for the environment and the beautiful, beautiful rays that everybody enjoys so much seeing swimming around safe and sound and happy. Thank you so much for coming, ladies. Um, this was Project Banjo Action Group. And uh, Donna... You are tuned to 855 AM 3CR. Uh, have a look at our Facebook page for details on our fundraiser and also our podcasts. Um, up next is Sally with Out of the Pan. Thanks for listening. Help 3CR support the rights of Indigenous Australians. What they mean to save our culture and save our dreams, our footprints, dreams, our songline and keep our culture going strong. Of course, a lot of the Aboriginals, having been stolen, were put into state care and also others were... The recognition were... of what our people have been through in the last 200 years, the recognition of our culture in the last 40,000 years, and the recognition of where we are heading into the future. Welcome to uh, Survival Day, Invasion Day. 223 years ago, the white man landed on our shore. Subscribe to 3CR and help keep Indigenous voices on air. Call us on 941983 or visit 3cr.org.au. Subscribe now.